It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Hey, Cycle listeners. We're back. <laughs> Did not expect this one, huh? A little bonus episode. Something, something. We uh, had a conversation with Jack Aiello, who was at the park throwing out a first pitch. And uh, this kid has really taken the world by storm this Fantastic last... Fantastic young man. Some of you will know the name. Um, if you don't know the name, you probably know the story. He did a uh, speech as, at his graduation, grade mm-hmm. school, middle school graduation, eighth mm-hmm. grade graduation. He's on his way to high school. And he did a bunch of impressions of the presidential candidates, guys that are on the trail. He, Obama's in there, too, sure. as well. But Donald Trump and Bernie. And, and we talk about it. Uh, very funny kid. And uh, his dad, he was here with his dad. Um, his whole family was here. They said they had a bunch of people. Yeah, coming like out. twelve people coming out to watch him throw yeah. the first pitch, which was great. And he's just, he's just this great kid who's just sitting there taking it all in. You know, he's yep. like just sitting as, as excited as possible about the fact that he's throwing out a first pitch. He was on Fallon. I mean, he's gonna do all these cool things. And uh, I know I wanted to keep him a little grounded because it's like, dude, that, that's stuff that we, I want to do. Right, right. You know, but whatever. I don't know. And then I told him, too, on the way out. I was like, hey, have fun with puberty. <laughs> no, I did not say that I to him. So. I think so. His dad's listening right now like, you. Yeah, right. No, they're a great family. Really Really nice. good people. And uh, it was a nice conversation. What a good kid. And he's got a, a great. And, I, and I, again, as I said to you, I'm not going to make fun of this kid because we're going to be opening for him. Yeah. Right. One of these days. You're like, Jack, can you take me to your <laughs> Come on. Gig? Right. <laughs> I need some work. Can you help uh, me get back into this club? We also got some great feedback on our episode with Marv Levy. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And we uh, have a little bit more to give you of Marv Levy. Towards the end of the conversation, we wrapped up the, the interview. We just start, kept talking. He's mm-hmm. that guy, you know, just a phenomenal guy, so warm. So we turned the uh, machine back on. Started recording again, mm-hmm. and there's a little bit more of Marv Levy that we wanted to share with Agreed. you. Agreed, and there's just some great stuff in there. Just some, just uh, again, ninety, about to be ninety-one years old, uh, so sharp, yeah, and so fun to listen to. I could just sit there and listen to that guy talk football all day. It was really yeah. fun. Yeah, phenomenal. All right, so this is again a little bonus episode. I'll remind you that we are doing a giveaway right now, and the deadline is August first. All you need to do is retweet the cycle posting and the White Sox Twitter feed. Uh, you can tag me and Jim Flanagan in that, too, at McGannPat, at Jimmy Flan. And then take a screenshot of it, though, because it just makes things a lot easier to verify who you are. The other option is to review the podcast on iTunes. And, again, you don't have to praise the podcast. Be honest. Mm-mm. Tell us what you think. Take a screenshot of that as well, though, and then that will put you in the running for an autographed baseball mm. by Melky Cabrera. Send us an email uh, at uh, shy, or excuse me, the com. Uh, send us an email with that screenshot, and uh, that's how you get into the running for the – for the Melky Cabrera autograph ball. Uh, and it's a great ball. It looks good. It he's does. A, you know he's a switch hitter. He's also a switch autographer. <laughs> so he writes Melky with his left hand mm-hmm. and Cabrera, Cabrera with, with his, his right. right. Mm-hmm. It was fascinating it was to really watch him do that. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. This is a nice little study. And if you believe that, then <laughs> you're probably my mom. 
<laughs> is uh, she listening? Hi. <laughs> oh, yeah, she always listens. Oh, good. She's the best. Good. All right. Enjoy this uh, little bonus episode of The Cycle. Well, welcome to The Cycle. This is a, uh, and again, we're breaking ground every week when we do this this podcast. And today we have our the youngest guest we've ever had. And we're thrilled to have him here. Jack Aiello is joining us. Jack, how are you, man? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> and uh, for those of you who don't know who Jack is, you've had your head in the sand because this guy, <laughs> since June 7th, has been everywhere. Talk, <laughs> us, talk to us about the graduation, how that all came about. You were invited to speak at the graduation because why? We were the so, yeah, so everybody in um, my grade had to write a speech for graduation, and there were, it was like a competition. There were a few rounds, and... You know, people got moved through, and in the end, they narrowed it down to four people to speak at graduation. And you had like audition, or you just had to write it. Um, yeah, it? We, yeah, we we write it, we wrote it, and then we presented it in front of our English class, and then we moved on from there. There were a couple other rounds, and we narrowed it down to the to the four. How cool is that? Was this something you ever like? Did you ever think about public speaking and impressions and something as something you wanted to do? Yeah, I I did. I actually someday want to become a politician and like run for office. So public speaking, I I, I really enjoy it. You still yeah. that that's still the goal after this world, <laughs> right? <laughs> Aren't you now? Like no, I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna make fun of politicians. <laughs> There's more pride, more money in that, more fun in that. Yeah. Here's our problem with it, Jake. Uh, we're comedians, and Jack. You're, Jack, I'm sorry, Jack. <laughs> we're comedians, and this is how mad he is. <laughs> you've done everything that we want to do with our careers in the last five weeks of your life. It's pretty impressive. I mean, yeah, you've laugh it up, Jack. <laughs> laugh it up. You've been on Fallon. I've been working my ass <laughs> off, going to comedy clubs all over the country. No, but no, that's cool. Come rub it in our face. What else are you doing today? Throwing the first pitch of the Sox game? Oh, I've never done that either. <laughs> Jack, man, you're living the life, huh? It's incredible. Yeah, it's been a really eventful past few weeks. Talk about going on Jimmy Fallon. How cool was that? How'd oh you, gosh, uh, was... did he call you? <laughs> Not him personally, but well, the show. Well, actually, they, um, they contacted my principal first, cause they, and then... Principal's your agent. Like, You're working for me now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, been, he's been great. He's like been fielding all these calls. Yeah. yeah. What's, uh, what was the grade school? Um... So it was Thomas Middle School in Arlington Heights. Middle school. And now you're heading to high school. Yeah. And you're walking in there with some momentum, man. <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to meet some people. <laughs> How have things changed at school since all this started going down? Well, um, I haven't been in school. Oh, so it was the graduation. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I actually I was in the, uh, a summer school class mm-hmm. uh, like for St. Vider. Um, that's the high school I'm going to, and a lot, a lot of people saw the, the Jimmy Fallon thing and saw my speech. So it, it, it's been pretty cool. Well, that's what you said on Fallon. You're like, you didn't tell anyone yet, kind of surprised yeah, going I, in. Yeah, hadn't, I hadn't told anybody at that point, yeah. But af- afterwards, then I, I, I couldn't help it. I had, to, I had to tell some people. So on Jimmy Fallon, they wrote a sketch for you, and they, they picked Donald Trump because you did so many impressions, right? You did Bernie. <laughs> Who else? Uh, did. Yeah, I did. I, I started off in the speech with Donald Trump, and then I did Ted Cruz. And yeah, then, right, Ted Cruz. That was great. <laughs> and then I did uh, President Obama, and then I did Hillary Clinton, and then I ended with Bernie Sanders. Which is your favorite to do? Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know if I could choose one. Fa- I, I know. I mean, I know the easiest one would have to be Bernie Sanders. Yeah. I don't know if I could choose a favorite, though. I really like doing them Give all. Give us a little Trump right now. What would, what would Trump be saying being here today, <laughs> throwing out the first pitch? You know, I'm going to throw out the first pitch today. You know, it's going to be fantastic. You know, I'm going to throw, <laughs> I'm going to throw right down the middle. <laughs> 
it's going to be huge. <laughs> it's gonna be huge. <laughs> oh, it's the same size ball that everyone uses. <laughs> it's going to be huge. You have the mannerisms down to a T. And like you said, I mean, just loving politics. Is that one of the first thing you pick, one of the first things you pick up about these people? Yeah, I mean, I... Um, You'd be surprised that I really, I really didn't take time to to, to study them. I, I just, I really enjoy watching it, like watching the debates and like the press conferences and some of the rallies, and you know, I just pick up a lot of the mannerisms and like you know their voice quality, things like that. Do you do people outside of politics as well? You know, I, I well, besides my family and my teachers, yeah. I, I really haven't. Um, your I, dad's in the room right now. Do you have an impression of your dad? Oh, uh, <laughs> well. N- N- not one that I think he'd want me to share on in the interview. <laughs> hey, you're running that house now. Yeah. Don't you understand? <laughs> the things you've done the last month, you're in charge. <laughs> I'm kidding. you got to respect your parents. But I think it's awesome. So Fallon, you met someone else at Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, I met a, I met a couple other people. I met um, uh, Martin Short. Uh, and uh, Brilliant guy. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, and uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon brought Lauren Michaels to my dressing room, which was really cool. Cause yeah. like, yeah, I'd heard all of, all about him on the Saturday night live and yeah. he wanted to watch you get dressed. That's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just another shot because I never met Lauren Michaels. And it's not something that I like to do. Um, so what was it like meeting him? Oh my gosh. It, it, it was so cool. It was, it was really brief, but like, I mean, it, it was just so cool being able to shake his hand and yeah. be able to say hi to him. It was, it was really awesome. Did you get pictures with him? No, I, did, I didn't get to because I had to get ready for the, yeah. for the interview. You're like, sorry, Lauren. No photos. <laughs> I'm about to be on. <laughs> now, they wrote that Donald Trump sketch, and did you, you – you shot it, actually. Did you shoot it in front of the live audience? Yeah, so I practiced it a couple of times. I practiced it once with one of the writers, and then I practiced it once with Jimmy Fallon. And then they had, um, I think it's called a monologue audience come in, and then we did it in, in front of it was something like forty people, I, I think, something, something around there. Yeah, yeah. and then the um, you got to do a couch interview with him too. Oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> that was that was so fun. <laughs> yeah, what was he asking? Was he a better interviewer than me and Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Why <are> you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I noticed though is when you were when you were on the couch. I mean, you were just so excited to be there. You, have you been just able to enjoy the moment and just take it all in while this is all happening? Yeah, I, like I mean, just the the time right before I went out when I was behind the curtain and it was just it was crazy. And then when I heard him announce my name and open the court or open the curtain and there was there was the audience and he was there to oh gosh, I mean, like it was it was crazy. I never would have thought that anything like that would have happened. Yeah, it's speech. insane. Yeah. It changes everything. Now you're, you're gonna, about to go to high school. Yeah. Your parents are gonna be like, it's the first day. Wasn't that exciting? Isn't that great? You're <laughs> like, yeah, I've done Fallon. <laughs> yeah. you, you know who I am? <laughs> Jack Aiello. And then you can start imitating them, asking you silly questions, right? Do you have other siblings? I have uh, one younger brother named Joey. Uh, yeah? Is he pretty excited for you? Oh, uh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's been... He's, excited for me yeah. how old is he uh he's 10 he's 10 yeah so you're kind of raising the bar there is he uh <laughs> is he trying to do some impressions as well uh <laughs> no he he really doesn't do too many other than a, a few relatives yeah <laughs> yeah so you're 14 mm-hmm. you're throwing out the first pitch today you, this month has been just a whirlwind i'm sure oh yeah what was the highlight oh man uh I I would have to go with doing the skit and the interview with Jimmy Fallon was just so fun. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. So in the future, when you get an opportunity like that, I served it up for you. You you should have said the cycle being here. (laughs) 
I gave it right to you. I'm just trying to get you ready for future interviews. Like that, that was right there for you. But thank you for insulting us face to face, Dad. What about today? I mean, you're throwing out a first pitch. Mm-hmm. How excited are you for that? Are you oh, nervous? Are you yeah. excited? Where where the feeling is at? Both. I'm 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 nervous, but at the same time, it's going to be so cool to stand on the on the pitcher's mound and being able to throw the, throw the first pitch. I just I. I I'm still trying to take it all in, kind <laughs> yeah. of. But yeah, I mean, are I'm you just, Sox fan? I am. Yes, yeah. I'm a White Sox. Who's fan. Who's your favorite player? Oh man, I, I, I really like Chris Sale. I yeah, like right. Lot, yeah, That's I like a, I like a lot of them though. Yeah. You gotta start doing some White Sox impressions. We'll have you back. <laughs> watch some honestly. Watch some post game yeah. stuff. Watch some interviews. Pick up a couple. And we'll have you back on the show. We'll have you do some White Sox impressions. All How right. about that? All right. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Jack, we really are uh, just thrilled for you. How exciting that you're gonna meet some girls in high school. <laughs> I don't think you're having an issue with that. Um, anything you want to plug? You on Twitter? Uh, no, 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 I don't think you so. You got to get on Twitter, man. <laughs> Jack. For people who haven't seen it yet, where can people see the speech? Your YouTube channel? Um, I mean, they have it on a lot of the news websites. There are a few other uh, videos of it on uh, full videos of it on YouTube and the Jimmy Fallon. The Jimmy Fallon things are on YouTube as well. Yeah. Again, if you haven't seen this guy, just go to YouTube. Just Google Jack Aiello. The thing went viral. It's been seen millions of times. Even my mom has seen it. So if you haven't seen it by now, (laughs) you guys are losers. (laughs) Check it out. It's phenomenal. I love that you did it. You went out there. Was there any moment you're like, I don't know if I want to speak in front of my class? Can you like imagine if you hadn't done it? Yeah, I I have to admit the first the first night the night before it was my turn to go in front of my English class I was I was really nervous thinking that they might not think it's funny just because you know like because I'm one of the only kids in my grade that's really into politics I didn't think they'd be able to appreciate it as much once you got that first laugh though yeah then then yeah once once I got through a couple of the Donald Trump sentences then it was then it was all uphill and you wrote that yourself Yes, I did. I did write it myself. Phenomenal, man. Well, we're excited for you. I'm sure there's a lot more great stuff to come. Good luck to you. Enjoy Uh, St. Viator. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for being with us today on The Cycle. Thank you for having me. All right. Jack Aiello, everyone. Thanks, Jack. A friend of mine, uh, you know, I went to school in Ohio with a bunch of Buffalo guys, so I had this affinity to Buffalo guys at Orchard Park High School and anyway I sent them a note that I was going to be sitting down with you today and one of them asked me to ask you about the over-officious comment on the sidelines well uh, I was miked and every NFL films mic you for a game or two a year so I had to be very careful no profanity uh, (laughs) but I got very upset with an official out on the field about a call that I didn't think he should have made and so I in my anger, I call him an over-officious jerk. Well, that went viral. That went viral. is all over the place. But let me tell you, go beyond that. That over-officious jerk was a guy named Bill Quimby. Bill Quimby attended Coe College in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, just as I did. He was a few years after me. But I was back at a reunion three or four years ago in a room with about 75 other Coe College alums. And into the room walked Bill Quimby. And in unison, the whole room said, you over-officious <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Do you think that, because you said you were mic'd up for one or two games a year back then. Do you think that's, like, would that, if you were coaching today, would you have to completely change the way you spoke and everything now that everything is aired? You know, everything is caught on camera? Uh, You've got to be aware of it. I mm-hmm. once uh, did use a, a, a 
relatively mild swear word, but I got a... Uh, Which a, one was it? You could swear on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I'll pass no, on that. I was no. really hoping. Was it shit? Uh, like, like, <laughs> was it? <laughs> I'll, I'll be like George Allen when he swore. It was always dad dreaded or doggone it or something. No, it was... <laughs> That's better than swearing these days. It's really <laughs> more creative. Yeah, it really it, yeah so... Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't forget what I was saying. saying that you, a teacher wrote you a letter. Hmm? A teacher wrote you a letter. Oh, after after I did actually swear, I got a letter from a teacher reprimanding me. Her students were watching the game and so on. So, so I wrote her an apology and said she was right. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so great. Do, that does happen, though. Like, I always wonder that when I watch – when I'm watching a White Sox game, like, how, what are the buzzwords? I mean, I'm sure it's different football to baseball, but is it there's just certain words that you do not say, and you're gonna or you're gonna get a penalty because you don't see NFL coaches get kicked out of a game. Well, I don't know. Some some are, uh, are more foul mouthed than others, I guess. I don't know. I've never been exposed to a lot of it. You've heard it. You've heard it, and I've seen some coaches almost every third word out of their mouth at practice is that and. I wonder why they do that. They they always eject guys out of baseball games. They only eject coaches other sports, really. I think it's just different. I mean, it, in, yeah, in baseball they eject guys for you know, for questioning officials and things of that nature. Yeah. But did you know there were certain things, even if it wasn't swear words, that you could say to a to a guy to well, really get him? Besides, I, I over don't know. If there, I don't know if there were any guidelines such okay. as that to tell you the truth, but. Uh, uh, there was a lot of education by the league office each year that we'd have sessions that related, you know, to that type of relationship and the impact it had on the game and mm-hmm. fans. So we were, we, were, we were made aware of it. Sometimes your emotions would run high. But What are your thoughts on the NFL today and all the, um, you know, with the concussions and, and those things going on? Well, they're just more aware of it, of course, now, I think, than they used to be. Players are bigger. Maybe they're a little faster. The collisions might be greater. Uh, there's more insight. I know the league, uh, he, he catches a lot of heat for it. Uh, Roger Goodell, the commissioner, he's an excellent commissioner and cares about the players and the people in the game. Um, but uh, I don't know what the answer is. I've heard some guys, uh, I think Mike Ditka may have said it, I might be wrong on this, that if he, he wouldn't let his son play football today because of uh, the, that type of concern. Uh, it does concern me. It does concern me. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it does. It has to be something that is, it's good that it's on people's minds and that it's at least out there and people yeah, are more educated about it. They're trying to take steps to, to certainly lessen the possibility of it occurring. You span so many generations of football, just with your experience from the 50s on. I'm just curious, when you left for your first retirement in 97 and then came back to Buffalo as a GM in 2006, how different was the game in that time? Was there a lot of, a lot of change in that 10 years? Well, everything evolves. Mm. Uh, medicine, uh, technology, uh, uh, everything evolves. And the game does change a little bit. Uh, but I'll tell you, the same things that won back when Red Grange played in the 1920s win now. If you run, throw, block, tackle, catch, kick better than your opponent, you're going to win. I don't care if you're running the wing tee or what your offense <laughs> or defense is. Yeah, some things you just go back to the fundamentals. Be grave. You'd be like the biggest difference was we're on a stupid podcast that I had to do. <laughs> 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 All right, final question: What did what do you miss the most about coaching, and what do you miss the least? Uh, I miss the most is winning. I miss the least is losing. No. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and that has been Marv Levy on the cycle. <laughs> 
I walked right into that one. Do you want to answer that again? Oh, well, if you want, I can. <laughs> I'll make something no, up. No, no, that's really what I do. Well, I used to tell our players, though, you don't get paid for Sunday. You get paid for prepare for Sunday. Sunday's fun. Yeah, so. Sunday is fun, huh? Yeah. Are you watch, do you watch games now? I do watch them, yes. And Again, once more, I'm not – I can't tell you the draft like I could tell you everybody's 10th round draft choice back when there were that many rounds and all that. But uh, I still watch it, yes. Do you still get calls about, like, you know, do you have coaches? Because you have a huge coaching tree under you. But do you uh, still get calls about players, plays, or anything, just questions from people? Not very often. Not very often, no. Well, it bothers me as a Bears fan that they never were able to capitalize on your talents. Have you had any – did you and the Bears ever intersect? Well, I know the Bears owners very well, uh, the family well, and I have very high regard for them. Uh, Why? What have they ever done? Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> they, they were wonderful at league meetings. They were friendly to everyone. They, they, were, they were warm-hearted. I, I, I have high regard for them. And I know if you don't win the championship every year, you should have done it. You should have done the other thing. <laughs> right. uh, well, I don't know if you were aware of this, but we won it in '85. The '85. Oh, I am aware ever, of it. No one really no talks, one talks about, about them. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm aware of it very much. So. All right. Well, thanks again, Marv. We really appreciate you joining us, and um, we want to wish you all the best. Enjoy your retirement, and uh, we'll be looking for some more poems soon. All and, right. Uh, very good. I, I will do that, and thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to visit with you and thanks all for your time. of our listeners. Thank you. He gone! He did it! Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.